Chapter Twenty Nine of Certain Personal Matters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Graham Scott, Cheltenham, England. Certain Personal Matters by H. G. Wells. On the Art of Staying at the Seaside a meditation at eastbourne to stay at the seaside properly one should not think but even in staying at the seaside there are intervals waking moments when meals come even if there are no appointed meal times moreover now and then one must go to buy tobacco a matter one can trust to no hireling lest he get it dry it cannot be always seaside even as it cannot be always may and through the gaps thought creeps in going over the cliff and along the parade and down by the circulating library to the cigar divan where they sell perique tobacco the swinging of one's legs seems to act like a pendulum to the clockwork of one's brain one meditates all the way and chiefly on how few people there are who can really to a critical adept be said to stay at the seaside people seem to think that one can take a ticket to eastbourne or bognor or ventnor and come and stay at the seaside straight away just as i have known new hatched undergraduates tell people they were going to play billiards thousands and thousands of people think they have stayed at the seaside and have not just as thousands of people erroneously imagine they have played whist for the latter have played not whist but bumble puppy and the former have only frequented a watering-place for a time your true staying at the seaside is an art demanding not only railway fares but special aptitude and moreover needing culture like all worthy arts the most insurmountable difficulty of the beginner is the classical simplicity of the whole thing to stay at the seaside properly you just spread yourself out on the extreme edge of the land and let the sunlight soak in your eyes are fixed upon the horizon some have it that your head should be towards the sea but the best authorities think that this determines blood to that region and so stimulates thought this is all the positive instruction the rest is prohibition you must not think and you must not move neither may you go to sleep in a few minutes the adept becomes as a god even as a god that sits upon the lotus leaf new light and colour come into the sky and sea and the surges chant his praises but those who are not of the elect get pins and needles all over them it must be freely admitted that staying at the seaside such as this staying at the seaside in its perfection is a thing for a select few you want a broad stretch of beach and all the visible sea to yourself you cannot be disturbed by even the most idyllic children trying to bury you with sand and such like playfulness nor by boatloads of the democracy rowing athwart your sea and sky and the absence of friend or wife goes without saying i notice down here a very considerable quantity of evidently married pairs and the huge majority of the rest of the visitors run in couples and are to all appearances engaged if they are not i would submit that they ought to be probably there is a certain satisfaction in sitting by the sea with the girl you are in love with or your wife for the matter of that just as many people undoubtedly find tea with milk and sugar very nice but the former is no more the way to get the full and perfect pleasure of staying at the seaside than the latter 
is the way to get the full and perfect flavour of the tea true staying at the seaside is neither the repetition of old conversations in new surroundings nor the exposure of one's affections to ozone it is something infinitely higher it is pure quiescence it is the experience of a waking inanition savouring of buddha and the divine now staying at the seaside is so rarely done well because of the littleness of man to do it properly needs many of the elements of greatness your common man while he has life in him can let neither himself nor the universe alone he must be asserting himself in some way even if it is only by flinging pebbles at a stick that self-forgetfulness which should be a delight is a terror to him he brings dogs down to the beach to stand between him and the calm of nature and yelp he does worse than that the meditative man going daily over by the cliff and along the parade to get his ounce of tobacco has a sad spectacle of what human beings may be driven to in this way one sees altogether some hundreds of people there who have heard perhaps that staying at the seaside is good and who have anyhow got thus far towards it and stopped they have not the faintest idea how to make themselves happy the general expression is veiled curiosity they sit mostly with their backs to the sea talking poorly of indifferent topics and watching one another most obviously they want hints of what to do with themselves behind them is a bank of flowers like those in battersea park and another parallel parade and beyond are bathing machines the pier completely cuts the horizon out of the background there is a stout lady in dark blue bathing the only glances directed seaward are furtive ones at her many seem to be doubting whether this is not what they came down for others lean dubiously to the invitations of the boatmen others again listen to vocalists and dramatic outcasts who for halfpence render obvious the reason of their professional degradation it seems eccentric to travel seventy or eighty miles to hear a man without a voice demonstrate that he is unfit to have one but they do anyone curious in these matters need only go to a watering place to see and what is worse to hear for himself after an excursion train to eastbourne upwards of a thousand people have been seen thus heaped together over an oblong space of a mile long by twenty yards wide only three miles away there was a towering white cliff overhanging a practically deserted beach and one seagull circled above one solitary motionless supine man really staying at the seaside you cannot walk six miles anywhere along the south coast without coming upon one of these heaps of people called a watering place there will be a town of houses behind wherein the people lodge until as they think they have stayed a sufficient time at sea and they return hot cross and mystified to london the sea-front will be bricked or paved for a mile or so and there will be rows of boats and bathing machines and other contrivances to screen off the view of the sea and as we have indicated watering places and staying by the seaside are incompatible things the true stayer by the seaside goes into the watering place because he must because there is little food and that uncooked and no tobacco between the cliffs and the sea having purchased what he needs he flees forth again what time the whole selvage of england becomes watering place there will be no more staying by the seaside at all in the land but this is a gloomy train of thought that we will not pursue 
there have been those who assert that one end of staying at the seaside is bathing but it is easy to show that this is not so your proper bathing place is up the river where the trees bend to the green and brown shadows of the water there the bath is sweet fresh out of the sky or but just filtered through the blue hills of the distant watershed and it is set about with flowers but the sea the sea has stood there since the beginning of things and with small prospect of change says mr kipling to all eternity the water in the sea geologists tell us has not been changed for fifty million years the same chemist who sets me against all my food with his chemical names speaks of the sea as a weak solution of drowned men be that as it may it leaves the skin harsh with salt and the hair sticky moreover it is such a promiscuous bathing place however we need scarcely deprecate the sea as a bath for what need is there of that when the river is clearly better no one can deny that the river is better people who bathe in the sea bathe by mistake because they have come to the side of the sea and know not how else to use it so too with the boating it is hard to imagine how human beings who have drifted down streams and watched the brown fish in the shallows and peered through the tall sedges at the forget-me-nots and fought with the ropes of the water-lilies and heard the ripple under the boughs can ever think of going to and fro pitching spasmodically in front of a watering-place and as for fishing they catch fish at sea indeed but it is not fishing at all neither rods nor flies have they and there is an end to that matter an eastbourne meditative man returning to where he stays with his daily ounce of tobacco already afire sees in the streets what are called by the natives cheery bangs crowded with people and further cabriolets and such vehicles holding parties and families the good folks are driving away from the sea for the better part of the day going to battle and other places inland the puzzle of what to do with their sea is too much for them and they are going away for a little to rest their minds regarded as a centre of drives one might think an inland place would be preferable to a seaside town which at best commands but a half circle however that may be the fact remains that one of the chief occupations of your common visitor to the seaside is going away from it than this fact there can be nothing more conclusive in support of my argument that ordinary people are absolutely ignorant and incapable of staying by the seaside End of chapter 29